Time to check out what's on Rick's reading list for this Monday, President's Day 2023. I probably should have finished the book about James Madison, and I didn't get through it in time to be able to fully review it. I'm, I'm working on a couple different ones right now. The Madison book is one, another one called New York, which is fascinating, and I can't wait to have that one for you. But the one we're going to do this week is a book by a Pittsburgh-born author named Stuart O'Nan, O-apostrophe-N-A-N, Stuart O'Nan, um, who has written... I think it's like 16 or 17 books. A number of them are novels and short stories, but he's also done some nonfiction as well. Stuart Onan, born here in Pittsburgh. The very first thing that he published was through the University of Pittsburgh Press. And it was a collection of short stories, and it really did extremely well. And it sort of put him on the map by winning some some big, big um, awards. But when Stuart Onan wrote this book, I found it really interesting. It was a book that was written in 2007. I hadn't read it until here within the last several weeks. But it's called Last Night at the Lobster. And what it's talking about is it is it puts him in a narrative role where Stewart is observing the person who is the manager of a red lobster in Connecticut. And that red lobster has received word that it is going to be closed. And it's just outside a mall location, which is often the case that they put them near big shopping areas. And they tried to attract as many people as they could who were coming and going from the mall and want to get a meal there. But it's a book about a man named Manny DeLeon who wears a leather coat that he got from the men's warehouse, right? I mean, so he's the manager of the of the place, but he's not necessarily real well-to-do. He's done better than some, but not as well as many. And it's coming near Christmas, and it starts to snow on this day. And the narrative is fascinating to me because he manages to take what some people would say is kind of a mundane kind of thing, the last day that this Red Lobster is going to be open, and what they're doing is just a handful of employees who are still left. Because you know as well as I do, if you get word that your place of business is going to close, a lot of the employees who have been there are just gone. They're going to look for another job. They're just not showing up. They find out that it's a day that it's kind of dreary and kind of snowy. Well, why in the world would I go in? Today's the last day anywhere. They're going to close the place. Why do I want to go there? Well, there's lots of really fascinating characters in the story. And while it's only a one-day description of what it's like, to me, it was sort of a, it was a, it was a remarkable novel in that, yes, how much of a plot can you really develop in a span, not even of 24 hours, because you start when the manager comes in and opens a place until the place is shut down at the end of the day. So it's hard to develop a huge plot over a span of, say, 12 hours. And yet what Stuart Onan manages to do is he shows you how this hardworking manager who maybe hasn't gotten as far ahead in life as he might have hoped and feels that, you know what, his life hasn't turned out the way that he had hoped. And he has kind of struck out in love a couple of different times. And he's dealing with this ex and he's dealing with this current. And he's also wondering about some of the ones who he's had flings with who happen 
to be on his staff and bartenders and the kitchen help and things like that. There's just so much detail that goes into the way that he tells the story. He goes through, for instance, what Manny's checklist is of all the things that he has to do to get a restaurant ready for a given day. He goes through all the things that the bartender would have to do. And so it shows that he has given this a tremendous amount of thought and whether he worked at one or not, I don't know, but a lot of research. Because there are some drama moments, there are some conflict between staffers, there are issues that he is dealing with, trying to figure out the right present to get for the young lady who he's seeing at the time, and how he goes over to the mall and walks through late, realizing that it's snowing like crazy and people aren't out on the roads. It's just a really interesting, interesting read. Manny and his restaurant, you know... Are they going to stay open? Are they going to close? A big party comes in, and you've got a couple of little kids who are over there being obnoxious, and their parents aren't paying as much attention to them as they should, and they're running around and making it. It just is sort of life. It's sort of life. And the thing that I enjoyed about it is that it's not something that you found yourself as you're reading through it, trying to piece together, okay, well, how did this happen? And how did that happen? And, and you know, it's not like a whodunit in that regard that you're trying to piece together some clues. You're just finding yourself saying, you know what? I know what that tank in the front where all the lobsters have the rubber bands around their claws looks like. I know what the motif in a red lobster looks like. I've got an idea. So you you are perhaps envisioning what it's like right there. And while this is not necessarily a fast-moving whodunit or an action-packed thriller, it really is the sort of thing that when you get done reading it, I think that you will feel such like I do that, you know what, while it takes place in just one day, it tells far more about the lives of those characters. Perhaps it's because Manny and uh, and some of the other characters in the book find themselves looking at this being the end of the line for their time at the Red Lobster and wondering and reflecting not only on the times that they had together there, but wondering and perhaps having some regret that things didn't turn out differently for them, whether it be the restaurant and its profitability and whether it should have stayed open or whether they had done some things in their lives that they wish they had done differently because Manny wrestles with those things, again, with the love interest in his life and his ex-mistress and uh, you know a woman who he is now um, dating or seeing and, and things like that. You know, it's just, it, to me, it really is a very well-crafted book that again, it doesn't take a huge time to get through it. I don't think it's even 200 pages. But the fact that a guy who has been so well known for being able to craft short stories, Stuart Onan, the fact that he is able to do that shows his skill and how adept he is in making something that is a one day or a 12 hour tale make it feel so much more significant than that. If you're looking for something that kind of makes you get to the end of it and say it was an enjoyable read and it makes you start to think, well, wait a second, I understand what they were going through. Do I feel that way about myself? Do I feel that way about people I've been around? You know, are my relationships the way that I would like for them to be remembered if indeed this were to all go away, the place where you work or the place that you go to church or the place where you live? If those things changed, what would your relationship be? 
Stuart Onan, Stuart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T, O apostrophe capital N-A-N. Stuart Onan's book, Last Night at the Lobster, this week's selection on Rick's reading list. And next Monday, we'll have another one because every single week, I review another book that I have read here. And I think, let's see, how many is that for this year? The... uh, Rick's reading list so far, we started with Sons and Soldiers, which was Bruce Henderson, Harvey Penick's Little Red Book, The Devil in the White City by Eric Larson, Manhunt, that tale, remember, of uh, John Wilkes Booth after the assassination of Lincoln, Life Well Played, My Stories by Arnold Palmer, Reef Road, Deborah Goodrich Roy, Stuart Onans. So this is uh, number seven so far this year. And uh, who knows where we're going to go next week. It depends which of the ones that I've got going right now. I finished in time for next Monday. Anyway, Rick's reading list. Check it out. If you want to see them, we put them up on the website. Also, you can go back. You can listen to my reviews of them, a little bit about them, see jacket uh, illustration, et cetera, to know what the book looks like. Many of them you can pick up at the library, or you can certainly purchase them at your favorite bookstore. Support your folk, your local bookstores. Support your libraries. Do what you can. Read, whether it's old or new. Doesn't matter. Pick it up. Read. You might just learn something, and that's not a bad thing. It's 546 from the P.J. Fitzpatrick Home Improvement Traffic Center. It's KDK AAA Traffic, powered by Bowser Subaru. Here's Josh Roundtree. Josh? Rick, I never would have expected that somebody could convince me to read a book about Red Lobster, but you, sir, no, have done it. Congratulations. You, the thing is, it sounds it, great. It's a, it's, a, it's, an, it's an easy read. It's an easy thing to get through, and it's just one of those things you kind of look at and you say, I got some things to think about in my life. And not, what's, a, what's a book supposed to do? It's supposed to make you think. Exactly right. Whenever I have some time on my hands, I might need to borrow it from I, you. I, so. You let me know. I'll bring them to you. <laughs>